On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I discuss why the 76ers need to get more athletic in the offseason. If there's anybody better to talk about athleticism, it's Keith Pompey. We'll do that next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. Check out prizepix.com and use the promo code NBA or go to the App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is the fantasy made easy. Do it today, people. Do it today. What's Let's the answer today, folks? Athleticism. Neons or yeons, whatever you say. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't mean you forgot about it. It's still in there, and you can talk about it and share some of that with the 76ers. Folks, welcome. You're locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Red Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia. And that's Keith Pompey, the athletic one, co-host from the (laughs) Inquire.com, Sixers beat writer. (laughs) Keith, what's going on? What's going on? I'm as as athletic as tractor trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was athletic. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you need to use another example. He's very athletic. Rest in peace to Keith yeah. Tractor Trailer. Uh, really good player. Thanks for making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76 is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, right here on Locked On 76 is Keith. We need to talk about the athleticism of this 76er basketball team. So much of what today's basketball game is, is wing play, athleticism, and it all goes hand in hand. So uh, something I wanted to address with you with this basketball team, because today's NBA is really wing heavy. And the 76ers, outside of really Matisse Thybul, and I guess if you want to include Tobias Harris in that category, you can throw Furkan Korkmaz. George Niang in that conversation as well. They lack wing depth. And overall with that wing depth, Isaiah Joe too, athleticism. Why it's important, Keith, for them to go into this offseason as they build and construct this roster the way that they need to, they have to include, I hope on that whiteboard, athleticism on the wing in general. Yeah. I mean, they have to do that. I mean, and that's the funny thing because, you know, you look at Matisse Thibault, and he's a guy that, like, been kind of sort of in the doghouse lately. But yeah. he is the most athletic wing that they have. I mean, well, Maxi, but Maxi's a, you know, Maxie's he's six more, one six two, yeah, right? But but uh, but he's the most athletic out there on that corner, the two, the three. And do you really want to let that go? You know what I mean? But because uh, you know, he, I, I don't know because they don't have anyone else who can be as athletic. So. It's going to be tough for the Sixers, man. It's really going to be tough this year. Well, it needs to be a focal point because when you look at Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum from Boston, Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes from Toronto, Kevin Durant, if you want to go there, for the Brooklyn Nets, R.J. Barrett for the New York Knicks. And when you look at these teams that we're talking about, this is just the Atlantic division. So go to the Final Four right now, mentioning the Boston players. Go to Miami. 
Jimmy Butler, right? Um, having to defend him. And even if you feel like Oladipo. <laughs> Oladipo, you can take advantage of guys you think or hope from Duncan Robinson to Tyler Hero to Max Struess, they are still good players in that culture of what they do. You go to the West, Luka Doncic. Look at all the wings that they have from Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock, Spencer Dinwiddie, these players on the wings that they have. And then the Golden State Warriors, while older, they still have Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole. They drafted Jonathan Kaminga. These are players that you have to have on your team. And right now, the 76ers, their best player at that position or at that skill set and that body type is Matisse Thibault. And as you mentioned, he is in the doghouse right now because of the lack of of um, of, of, of uh, the, the the shot that he was supposed to get, of course, for for uh, to, to make sure that he's vaccinated. Cool, and then he's just a one way player uh, at this stage of his career. And he's not a young he's still a young player, but he's in, been in the league now for three seasons. And you would hope some do catch up a little bit later, but you would hope his developmental stage would have already hit where you're starting to see more progress from him. Keith on the offensive end where he talked about it at our at our uh, exit meeting just last Friday where he said he has to be better putting the ball on the floor and he has to be better of course at knocking down his shot on average at least at 36 37 percent from behind the three-point line we know about his defensive ability but he's a one-way player at that point doesn't give you much on offense and then when you do have to go elsewhere you have to go to a 34 year old Danny Green who is arguably one of your better two-way players all season, they have to get more athletic because they just simply don't have enough. Yeah, 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 100%. They don't have enough. And see, the thing about Furcon, Furcon is athletic until he goes up against athletic dudes. And you realize (laughs) he's not that athletic, right? You know what I mean? That's the funniest thing. Like, it's not funny, but, you know. But it's true. It's It's accurate. Whenever he does that, and you're right, Danny has been the most consistent you know, um, and, and, and that's going to be tough because until they do that, until they do that, they, I don't see them, like you said, coming out, getting out, getting beyond the second round. I mean, that's the major thing. They need some athletic athletic guys, some tough guys. I mean, some strong-willed guys. It's funny. They had these guys on the roster before, but they kind of got rid of them. But, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but Ben yeah. Simmons being one of them. Yeah, Ben was one of them, but – even before, like, even when I'm talking about when Jimmy was here, they had some athletic wings that came off the bench. You know what I mean? They had some, a couple of them. So, you know, that's going to be tough, and that's going to be on top of their wish list um, this summer. That uh, no, no question about. It. I mean, Jimmy Butler, they've had uh, Robert Covington for all you want to say, at least as a defender on the wing, and he can shoot a little bit. That was a piece that they had uh, trading away some of the other pieces that never really hit the floor for them. So they've given up on a lot of wing positional players uh, for depth purposes in general uh, that they could certainly use right now, something that needs to be addressed. And with that, Keith, on the, in the next segment, I got to ask you, outside of Embiid, Harden, Maxi, and Harris, what do they have after the top four that you trust on this basketball team? We'll get to that next right here on the Locked On 76ers podcast. Yeah, it's, it's tough for them, right? It's, it's tough for them in that instance. But look, all right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app 
Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will too. It's easy to use. You pick two to five players and then over under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you and the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe, and it offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play, right? Um, Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, of from points scored to rebounds and steals, right? And Prize Picks doesn't just offer NBA. They have options on a college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. Users get $50 for free if any player in your uh, first prize pick entry scores a single point, but you must use the code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available on Locked On Fans. Sign up today and use the code NBA, $50 for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Do it today. And I have to follow up with that great one and talk about Built Bar, where we have to talk about the birthday cake puffs. I've been telling you about it for the last few days. It's a very, very tasty and healthy item. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub. You know the plastic tub when you're making a cake, baking a cake at home, and you want to, you know, smear it on your cake and all that stuff. Well, listen, imagine doing that and then opening your eyes and realizing it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. You know how you always pay attention to what you're eating, what are you putting into your body. Well, that is what it is like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs, and I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now, and we can't promise that they'll be, they'll be there tomorrow, so you need to get them now, right now, again, at Built.com. Make every day your birthday with Built's birthday cake puffs. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake and robed in it 100% white chocolate. And of course, you have to add the sprinkles, right? Well, get in there. Only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, 9 grams of sugar. This limited time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. Going for your run going for your walk, late night, whatever it might be, you need a snack. Built is the way to go with the puffs, the birthday cake puffs, and they are covered, again, in 100% real chocolate. In this case, 100% white chocolate with added sprinkles. So go to Built.com to get the birthday cake puffs now. Go to Built.com using promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order using promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com and welcome back to locked on 76ers Keith Pompey Devon Givens with you and as always thank you for making locked on 76ers your first listen for your next listen check out the locked on now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts it's free and available wherever you get your podcast game one tonight against the uh, for the Miami Heat hosting the Boston Celtics that will be the Eastern Conference Finals matchup they get underway this evening. 
And then the NBA draft lottery, Keith, that's uh, also tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who, who you got winning coming in first? <laughs> coming out of, out of the East? No, who you got winning the lottery? <laughs> oh, the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, that's a good one. Um, I would, You know what? I'm just I'm guessing I'm going to go Detroit again. Yeah. I'm going to go Detroit again. How about that? Yeah, I hope. I mean, for them, Going back to back, Cape Cunningham and wow, where would they go? Jabari Smith. Um, I don't. I wonder if Jabari Smith is the best mix or Chet Holmgren. Banchero, of course, is very, very good as well. I don't know who I would go as far as teaming up with Kay Cunningham, Sadiq there. Jeremy Grant, is he still going to be there? That's an interesting question. I'm going with Detroit. Where are you going? It'll be funny. Like, okay, I'm, I'm saying the Lakers it, it come out of nowhere and get it. <laughs> <laughs> now, it I'm saying it's going to be the Lakers. So and they not, would trade that pick in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. Uh, probably Oklahoma City right, I, okay. or, or Indiana. Indiana. I'm going to go Indiana. You're going to go surprise with Indiana. Yeah, I'm going to go surprise with Indiana. How about that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I'm my going, heart I'm is going telling me Houston. My heart is telling but my mind is telling me it's going to be Houston. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I'm going with Detroit. I'm sticking to it. I'm Go sticking on. to it. One of the things about some of these teams, Detroit, all of these players, all these teams, they're looking for players. They're looking for even to have top four players that are really good and have a top four lineup. And for the Sixers right now, you can count on and be – Harden, you figure he's back. He's going to do what he does. Maxie taking that big jump from year one to year two. And Tobias Harris as well as a consistent 18-point-per-game score, give you about seven boards and shoot a good percentage from the foul line. After that, Keith, when you look at this roster, five through 17 on out, there are a lot of questions from Matisse Thibel, as mentioned in the first segment, George Niang as well. They're specialists for what they do on the defensive end and the offensive end, respectively, with those two players. Danny Green, we don't count him because he's probably going to miss the entire season with that ACL and LCL injury recovery. After that, you're looking at Korkmaz, Milton, Joe, Reed, Bassey, and Springer, and also throwing in Millsap and Jordan, who I don't expect to be back next season. And then you mix in your, your two-way guys and Charlie Brown Jr. and Miles Powell. Nothing really jumps out for me especially when we look at these other teams and I start drooling over the players that they have from maybe four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and you feel really comfortable with those players. Now that the season is over and we assess it and it's more crystallized after seeing what we saw in the postseason, Keith, they need more after player number four. Yeah, they need a lot more. I mean, you know, we're talking about certain guys. The problem with the Sixers, their roster – is they had older guys who were past their prime or they had young, they had a blend of young inexperienced guys, right? Like Isaiah Joe, um, uh, B-Ball Paul, Charles Bassett. But then they also had a bunch of dudes who were specialists. You know what I mean? So they didn't have that right mix on this roster. So, you know, you know, outside of it, you, you really don't have it, man. You you don't own a bit. Unfortunately, you don't have any complete players, you know. 
Like, I do think that Isaiah Joe can make that jump, that leap. I do. Okay. But, I, but, but I think that, you know, Doc is going to, whoever, you know, Doc is going to have to have a lot of faith in him and let him learn from his mistakes. And he hasn't shown that. Yeah, uh, yeah, he hasn't shown that. I mean, because, you know, it comes a point in time where in the perfect world, you want him to hurry up and, and take over Furkan's spot. No offense 100%. To but that's 100%. what you want. You want him to show that he can do it. Um, you know, um, you know. here's a guy that I, we, we haven't talked about. I want to see what Jaden Springer can do. You know, I mean, I, do, I really do because, you know, he's a guy that when he was in college, you know, he was known as a defender, a pit bull, a guy who didn't back down. You toughness. Know, so, toughness. And that's that what they don't they have. <laughs> that they don't have. And that's something that they need. They need him to come in. And be able to to be tough and, and and get and do the things that that he can do to help him out. That's what they need. And um, you know, um, I, I think if that happens, like you got to give him a chance. But if that happens and you find something, you know, maybe it'll work. And I ain't talking about a guy who, oh, he's going to get a lot of minutes in rotation. But you need him to at least show what he can do. Yeah, and uh, he. You see, Rivers just simply doesn't trust a lot of these young players. Maybe there was a time where there was some extended minutes for them in the regular season for a good stretch, and we never saw it. Therefore, you're a little afraid to call their number when you get to the postseason when you haven't seen anything done positively in the regular season because they you know, just couldn't stay on the floor and, and give Doc Rivers some of uh, And he even said, Rivers did in his exit, where Keith, he talked about, Jaden Springer potentially being an all NBA or really good defender in the in the league whenever he does step on the floor first and foremost. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he said that, but you know, you just gotta try to give him a chance. And yeah. the thing is, you understand it. Like when you look at Doc when he was with Boston, they won a chip, they were a veteran laden team. You look at his Clippers teams, you know, he might have had one or two young guys, but for the most part, they were vets. But, you know, on this instance, you just got to – so you just got to, you know, go with what you have. And it just seems like some of these vets that they have are just, you know, role players. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and look, you have to have role players, but mm-hmm. you need a good balance. You need mm-hmm. a good balance. And uh, maybe having still a two-way guy that comes off the bench to give you something, you're always going to have specialists, and that's what you need. You need players that come in that can shoot the basketball to shoot the lights out whenever he steps on the floor. You need that defender – a ball handler, but they need secondary players as far as ball handling. They need another player who can create another shot creator, in my opinion, because as you said, when Furkan Korkmaz goes against another athletic guy with that second unit, he's no longer athletic. And Shake Milton can get to a lot of places, and he has some decent size, a good wingspan as well. But if I could upgrade there, I would upgrade there as well. So they need to do something with these uh with this roster and improving as we talked about in the first segment athleticism but just more players that you can count on that are not just specialists with their depth and they're coming off the bench overall one of those players that we talked about with the top four that we mentioned keith uh that we can count on we have to wonder if he's if he's even going to be back and that's tobias harris we need to talk about why Harris might be their best trade chip this offseason 
and improving and doing some of the things that we've talked about thus far. We'll get to that next here on Locked On 76ers. Let's talk about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL's futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Do it today. Do it today, people. Get in there. You only have two, three series left with these two conference series and then the NBA Finals. Do it today, people. Get in there. But it doesn't stop there. The other sports will still be going on, specifically baseball. You can get it done. And do it today, like Keith always reminds us to do. Um, the thing that they might have to do, not today, but I'm sure those are some conversations that they're having within the front office, the Sixers brass, of whether they need to do something as far as moving Tobias Harris with his contract and putting together uh, a package somewhere where they bring back some of the type of players that we're talking about, Keith, because they need multiple players, more depth, and he may not necessarily fit, even though we saw some good things and uh, down the course of, so, course of the last latter part of the season and, and then certainly in the playoffs, uh, there might be a time where he's still, uh, you know, boxed out a bit, if you will, once the season rolls back around as the fourth option on this basketball team. And for what he is, and you would think he's much more than that, and that, but that may be their best way of improving their roster, Keith, because he's their only tradable piece after moving on from Ben Simmons in February. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But here's my thing, like, with the whole getting rid of Tobias thing. Like, Tobias was balling in the postseason. He was. Like, you know what I mean, like, the last two games, he came up kind of short. He did. But a lot of people did. Um, but when you look at the way this team is, I think if James can give you a little bit more, if James can give you more, and um, Tyrese continues to ascend in the direction we think he is, Joel continues to play at an all-star, I mean, MVP level, then Tobias Harris as a third or fourth option or fourth option isn't bad. Because, you know, like Tobias, and I know he doesn't want to hear this and nobody else wants to hear it, like people close to him because he's a max guy. But I feel like he's Tobias, not a max player. We know that. Yeah, well, Go ahead. Yeah, but 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 I I feel like he's at his best, or in the teams at their best when he's the third or fourth option. You know what I mean? He takes advantage of that mismatch. And when you let him go, and let's just say, who are you going to bring in? Like, if you bring in, I know certain people talking about Bradley Bill and all this and that. But when you bring in a guy like a Bradley Bill for Tobias Harris, is he going to have so many similarities with um, Tyrese Maxey? Is he going to like, you know what I mean? And so it gets to a point where you're saying to yourself, like, okay, the duplication is good, but Tobias can be a, he's a stretch forward, a guy who can, you know, shoot from the outside, 
a guy who could put it on the floor. You know, so to me, it's like, okay, you get rid of him, then who's going to be your starting four? You, you understand what I'm saying? So I get it what you're coming from. You you got to give out something to get something. But at the same time, you know, with that salary and you're not having any first-round picks, you're going to have to give another team something else probably too. So do you okay. want to give another player just to dump Tobias' salary? But you also look at um, Oklahoma City as a team that can absorb that type of contract, and they're going to want something back. You're right. I don't know what that is. That's Daryl Morey's job to figure that part out and maneuver through those cracks and do what he needs to do to improve the team. And maybe you can take a player back, let's say one that I would love, Lou Dort. Now, he's not a big player. He can't play the four, but he brings toughness. He averaged 17 last season in more of a significant role offensively with that team. He only played 51 games, had to deal with a lot of injuries, but a young player that can come in and step in and still produce a little bit, but not lose that that toughness and that 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 athleticism and, and all that he does. Uh, that's just a player right there that I would look at and say if there was something possible. Uh, I don't I don't see why they would give him up, but I'm just using that as an example because yeah. of where OKC is and what they're able to do. He's six three, probably six two, but plays bigger than his size. And that would be up to them to go and find somebody to be a starting four you know, on, this, on this team if, if they did that. Because you would improve yourself defensively with Dort. Uh, he's smaller, but he still can defend. And you just hope that whatever you get at the four spot obviously has size and can still defend a little bit. And that wouldn't hurt you with Harden and Maxi, even though they're all similar in size. He, he plays much bigger than, than what that 6'3 frame says uh, on, on his um, – on his trading card. So uh, maybe a third team would have to get involved, all those things, but he might be your best chip though, Keith, to add to some of your depth because he is that consistent proven player in the NBA that people still like. Yeah. Yeah. He would have to be the chip. <laughs> he would have to. Yeah. So listen, uh, it's just something that, you know, we figured we, we, I'd ask you and we throw at the people out there. We really appreciate everybody listening. And as always, and uh, it's always fun to talk about these things. And we'll have a lot of these but, where we highlight. I'm going to say this. You can't get rid of Maxie, though. No, I'm not getting rid of Maxie. Yeah, yeah you can't get rid of him. I no. mean, you just can't. You can't. That's a no brainer. That's, that's, that's when you hang up the phone. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's out of the question. Absolutely yeah. out of the question. But we thank everybody for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. On our next episode, uh, we'll talk about uh, the 76ers and where they may be after tonight's draft lottery where they land, if they even get that pick. Uh, if Brooklyn, pardon me, will defer that pick, they have to do so by the beginning of next month to know about next month's draft. In the June, 6th, the 1st. June the 1st, having that pick. Now, make your second listen Locked On NBA. We're Locked On experts are covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available, people. Wherever you get your podcast, we'll also start to dive into the the roster and look at individual players they're standing on the roster we mentioned the top four but as we just talked about with tobias harris there may be a possibility that they may be here they may not be here so we'll start that as well keith always great man you're in chicago so it should be fun for this yeah, uh draft combine and um see where they are yeah we'll see we'll see and it was funny because 
we're here. We don't even know if the Sixers going to have a draft pick, but just in case, you have to be here yeah. just in case, which is smart, you know. Especially with everybody around, you know, everybody yeah, around. Yeah. A lot of talking goes on at the combine. That's oh, where, yeah, no doubt. I know, you, I know. That's where you found out about uh, Rich Paul and Daryl Morey and Elton Brand discussing things last year. <laughs> it's I mean, I'm only playing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just All right, man. Well, look, you right. enjoy yourself in Chicago. I'll talk to you tomorrow, and uh, we'll have an opportunity to know what's going on with the uh, number one overall pick as well. All right. All right. And I want to thank you guys for listening. Now, here's the one thing. I, guess I want you guys to do, do yourself a favor. Well, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts at. Secondly, make sure you subscribe to the Locked On 76ers YouTube channel, right? Um, do it today, people. Do it today. All right, man. Talk to you. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Peace. Thanks, man.